Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 91 and we are having back on the show the wonderful Elizabeth Valentine. Hi, this is Elizabeth Valentine and you're listening to Heart Cells with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy! I'm so looking forward to deepening my conversation with Elizabeth Valentine and she has shared such an amazing quote on episode number 90 so you really need to check that out and well, we are going to pick up right there. If you have not already, hop on over to christineschlansky.com and find the podcast tab. There you will find all the podcast episodes, including the show notes, the transcripts, all the resources we're sharing. But also on the top of the page, there is a sign up for the empowerment notes. These are my weekly empowerment notes to your inbox right away, where I share with you what's going on. This Heart Cells podcast, where I am sending motivation, inspiration, knowledge and tips your way that I usually do not share share elsewhere. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and sign in for the empowerment notes. And now we are ready to go into the next interview with Elizabeth Valentine. And she is a voiceover artist, a singer, speaker, coach and consultant. And she has really amazing brands she is working with like Disney, Apple, Google, Fisher-Price, My Little Pony and H&M. And maybe you have already heard her voice when you were listening to the radio or watching TV. Through her company, The Voice Campus, she coaches entrepreneurs and business leaders on perfecting their public speaking pitching, networking, and confidence skills. I am so super excited to have her back on the show. So let's dive right in. Well, I am so super excited to have you back on the show, Elizabeth. Welcome to Heart Cells. Thank you so much, Christine. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be back here on your wonderful podcast. Well, thank you. And, um, you know, we kind of uh, ran out of time on the first podcast and I so often have that feeling I do with my amazing guests. Um, we finished off with this wonderful quote where we yeah. both don't know who said that. Yeah. Um, but can you just repeat it for us one more time? I will absolutely repeat it. So the quote is, if you want things in your life to change, you have to change things in your life. Brilliant. Isn't it just brilliant? It's, it's absolutely brilliant. Yes. Oh, it's so simple. Uh, it's, just, it's just beautiful. And, and I think it's so easy to get into uh, the same habits. You're always doing the same thing. Um, you know, because people, we are creatures of habit. Yeah. And I just think it's really empowering because it's like, hang on a minute. I've got the power to create whatever life I want for myself. Mm. But I have and to change under, something. Yes. Just understanding this part is so crucial. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I mean, I was brought up like go to school, get good grades, yeah. study, like get a good yeah. job. But understanding that part that you create and that you can do what you want to do if you're taking the right steps yeah that took quite a while to understand and to go uh, to leave that upbringing 
Yeah. Right? I know that my parents, they wanted the best for me, but they could only teach me what they knew. Yeah. So um, changing things and, you know, hiring your standard. Yeah. Like, what do you accept in your life? Mm. What's the lowest thing you can deal with? Yeah. That's what you probably get. Yeah, it is. And, and uh, oh, I, that so resonates with me. Um, because I think a lot, of, a lot of us, you know, our parents were of a generation where you get a job, be grateful that you have a job and you yes. stick at it. No matter, no matter how you actually feel about it, you yeah. should just be grateful. Yeah. And, you know, my parents were in the same job for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and I know that my mom regrets some things because actually she could have done more because she's incredibly bright. Mm. But in the social circumstances of how life, you know, was or, or that, was the, that was the norm. You get a yeah. job, you stick at it. And she was phenomenally good at her job. But, you know, I think we're a new generation who have to go, that was their paradigm. Mm-hmm. We're in a new paradigm where actually you choose. And, and it's incredible when you just start shifting little things. When you start choosing. When you start choosing. Yes. And when Especially you start... For women. Go, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think we're so used to just being people pleasers and um, going, oh, yes, oh, I'll do that. Okay, yeah, I'll be a good girl. And I certainly know that I, I work with my coach on that all the time. And it's like, but actually that's not going to work for me. Mm. You know, giving you that price that you want, it's just not going to work for me. This is what's going to work for me. But you have to make the decision. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so interesting. I, <clears throat> something I learned that I don't remember who said it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was no is a full sentence. Yes. Because as, especially women, we always want to explain the decision. Mm. Like not, no is a full sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And then inside you're like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I can't believe I just said no. But yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I can't make it. That's not possible. Yes. There's some great sentences as well that it's just a, a softer way to say no. Yeah. But you don't need to explain yourself or excuse no. yourself why you said no, no or find an excuse like, oh, I don't have time, which yeah. we always know if we want something, we find the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being really clear on your own desires, I think is yeah. so important. Um, because then you can change those things yeah. to change things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's true. And, and I mean, if you don't know where you're going, how will you know when you've gotten there and how will you know what path to take? But when you get clear about, you know, I want to live an extraordinary life. I want to feel free. I want to be creative. I want to work with people. Whatever it is that you want to do, you know, you do need to make that decision and then you also need to decide what you want to give up to get that. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's just interesting. Like I started last year going for walks really early in the morning. So this morning, 6.30, I was out walking with great um, 
with great inspirational podcasts in my ears. Uh, the sun was coming up. I was standing because I wanted to be really energetic for this interview. I could have also chosen to lie in bed until 9.30 and gone, oh, I'm going to speak to Christine now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to be really energized for our conversation. So I, I was like, okay, but I know what makes me feel good. Um, and you need to know what makes you feel good so that you can have the energy to go after those really big dreams that you've got. Yeah, I love it. So you mentioned in the other um, interview that you took on a client that you regretted. Oh, yes. Yeah, and let's I talk always, about that. I, I always encourage my clients to not do that. Mm. So what, what did you learn? Oh, my God. I mean, that's the thing. When things go wrong or when things are shit, it's the best thing in the world because that's where you really grow. Yes. And that's where you can go, ah, that was crap. But you know what? I'm so grateful because now I know to not put myself in that situation again. So, yeah, I mean, I had, a, as, as I say, you know, I really go with how I feel about a deal or a person. And I don't anymore try and explain it to myself why I feel like that. I just go, nope, that doesn't feel right to me. Not to say that there's anything wrong with the deal, the person. It's just, mm, it doesn't feel right for me, so I'm not going to do it. But sometimes we, you know, we kind of undermine ourselves by going, oh, but really, well, you know what? I probably should take this client. And there was a few reasons why I did it. You know, I wanted to, um, you know, to please, um, to please my agent. I was like, yeah, but it would be really good for me. Actually, it was, it was a new, it was a different type of a skill. So I, I do script writing for television. Um, so I write all the scripts. So, 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 um, so I thought, no, but you know what? It would be really great. But I should have listened to my gut because I undersold the value of what I was giving. Maybe because I hadn't gone through the, I hadn't gone through the um, the exercise of okay, what is my worth? What is the value I'm bringing? What is the evidence of what it's going to do for this client? Mm. So I set the price way too low, and. Um, you know, for various reasons. And we sometimes, even, even now, you know, sometimes I still do it. And it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare from start to finish. I was really resentful of the work because I wasn't being paid my worth. But that was my own fault. So I was also annoyed with myself. But it was so great when the project finished. And, you know, I think we actually reached a really great, I think we reached a really great result at the end. But I was like, okay, never again am I going to undercharge? Because they didn't value me as much as they should have done because I put the price too low. Mm. And I clearly yeah. wasn't valuing my time because I put the price too low. And I felt stressed. I felt anxious. It was, it was not a good feeling. So yes. go on. Go on. Yeah. No, just, just pointing out that you yourself felt undervalued, but also your client didn't give you the treatment mm. you deserve. Yeah. Because you gave them the signal with your too low price. Yeah. 
that your services are not worth that much. So I yeah. think that's a very wonderful learning for people that are listening today mm. that by not charging enough, it's not just your client who might not take the action. Yeah. They also might communicate in a way that you don't like. Yeah. I think that's pretty amazing. I know. I, I mean, I'm so grateful that I actually took the job, not when I was in it. But yeah, I'm grateful because, yeah, because it does signal, oh, I'm not worth that much. And then how you treat yourself mm. allows other people to treat you in that way. And that goes for our personal relationships. It goes from our professional relationships. It's how you treat you know, your body, your mind, what are you filling yourself with? Yeah. Are you, you know, are you doing good things for yourself? Or are you doing things that are detrimental? Mm. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, Brings us back to the quote again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're yes. going full circle. Um, so what do, do you have an advice? Like, you know, it would be nice if people who listen don't need to make that mistake. Mm. So getting you know, getting clear is probably one step, um, yeah. but also in, in starting to change things and starting to, to value yourself more yeah. and not taking your gifts for granted. Like what can people do to put themselves or set themselves up with a better mindset, this better action taking mm. so they get these results that feel more VIP? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful um, question. So I think if you are in the habit of underselling yourself, undervaluing yourself, not following up on the promises you make to yourself, I think pick one little thing that's going to make you happy. It doesn't have to do anything with, with your business or anything, but just look at, okay, what is something I know that is going to fuel me or that's going to make me feel really full of energy, really just happy and fun or not happy and fun, but you know, pick one thing and just start. Just set yourself a date in the diary and go on a date with yourself. Don't tell anyone maybe. And just start doing stuff that fuels you mm. and maybe start with it once a month or, or, and then you go, well, once a week, I'm going to do something. And then, and then start making little incremental changes to really respect yourself. And, you know, and, and some of the things that I've done, I mean, I, I mentioned, I, I walk most mornings with great music in my ears, with a great podcast or some audio CD. Huh? Like heart cells. <laughs> yeah, like heart cells with Christine Swamsky. Exactly. No, but you know, instead of filling your head with rubbish and social media and the news that are really draining and makes you feel anxious about the future, because, you know, we are being bombarded with so many negative messages, instead make a choice. You know what? Today, I'm not going to watch that reality show. You know what? I'm going to watch... <laughs> Whatever it may be that you do that you really know isn't great for you. And just make one choice. And let me tell you, it's amazing how quickly you start feeling better. 
and it motivates you to do other great things. Like I decided in February, I wasn't going to stream TV shows and I wasn't going to eat crisps <laughs> because I freaking love crisps. <laughs> and it, I was just eating too many crisps. And I thought, no, I'm just going to prove to myself that I can go 28 days because it was February. I can go 28 days without eating crisps. Maybe you go a one week without eating takeaway, whatever it might be, just so you keep a promise to yourself. <clears throat> We're going to cut that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I've had more water than coffee. Yeah. Um, especially when I talk to a voice coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as long as you do drink, drink water as well. Well, yeah. um, as the coffee. Crisps and coffee. <laughs> Crisps and coffee. Oh, well, you know, we're only human. Yeah. But I would love to actually, um, I'd love to actually just give you another quote that really uh, changes the way you think about clients. Because a lot of us, you know, want to be liked by everyone. And when you're selling and if you get a rejection, you think, oh my God, I take it personally. They don't like me. Oh no, everything is shit. You know, you can go down that rabbit hole. I had the I had the great pleasure of meeting the performer Dita Von Tees a couple of years ago. She's got this fabulous little voice. And and one of her quotes goes, I'm gonna do the voice. You can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there'll still be people who don't like peaches. So true. Right. It's so yes. true. Yes. So you can be the best at what you do, but there's still going to be people who don't like it. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Understanding that from all, all humans on this planet, not everybody will resonate with you. No. It's not possible because you, you don't resonate with everybody either. Right, you have exactly. people you love and adore, and then you have people you care less for. <laughs> so obviously, other people have the same perspective, uh, perspective yeah. um, with you. So just being okay with that. Um, but it all comes that comes back to the self worth piece yeah. um, that we just discussed as well. And and I would love to add that you know celebrating your wins. Yeah. Even the small things, like really acknowledging the ground you've taken. Yeah. Um, so what what I do, I have this little ritual that you know, whenever um, I sign up a new client mm -hmm. or um, I do a new course or whatever, I I celebrate somehow. Oh, right. Okay. It could be it could be um, with a champagne, or it could be that I actually buy something I, I wanted to buy, but I, I did hold it off as a celebration. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't need to be expensive stuff. It's just something that makes me happy. Something Great. that, that I enjoy that, you know, if it's something material, if I see it each day, because, you know, I don't know, maybe it's a ring or earrings or something for my desk or a beautiful pen or whatever, just yeah. it's a reminder and it reinforces the success you've had and the learnings you've had, the growth you've had. Yeah. Um, and, and I think just being able to celebrate, which I never did 
earlier in my life. Mm. Um, it was just, yeah, okay, I got that. So what's the next goal? Yeah. Right? You're not really valuing yourself either when you just keep moving to the next goal instead of saying, okay, well, maybe it was not perfect in reference to the story with the bread you shared on the yeah. first episode. Well, maybe it's not the best bread yet because mm. I don't have any walnut at it. Or yeah. <laughs> um, but I've done it. Mm. Right. I, I allowed myself to go out not being perfect because I yeah. don't think there is such a thing that's perfect. No, there isn't. <laughs> and and I achieved that goal. Can and even small goals, just celebrating. Maybe yeah. you did manage in your packed day to keep true and have that date night with your husband. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just celebrating that. Or you went for the walk mm. instead of um three times a week, maybe you managed a fourth time. Yeah. Just celebrating these little, little wins, um, I think really helps us to also get this evidence that you mentioned. Yeah. Because when you start celebrating yourself and allowing yourself like the beautiful things that you usually deny yourself because you're yeah. so busy uh, keeping on track with all of your goals, um, I think that's also when you understand that I'm worth. Yeah. Right? I just got this nice testimonial from my client. Well, great. So maybe today I'm going to have like, I don't know, a special salad or whatever. Yeah. It could be just small things. But acknowledging it, I think, is so important. Oh, I absolutely, absolutely agree. Because, yeah, as you say, we're so focused on the next level, the next step. Oh, i got to get better. i got to get better. Yeah. But actually looking back and, and, and an exercise that I sometimes do is like this five-year exercise. So I go back, where was I five years ago? What was I doing? How much money was I earning? Uh, who, who, where, were I, where was I living? How was I spending my time? Who was, who was surrounding me? And then I look at where am I now? Mm. And it's incredible to see, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what? I earn twice as much as I did five years ago or four times as much or... But it also shows you, ah, okay, maybe I'm not quite on track to where I want to go because the, uh, the final part of the exercise is going five years out in the future and going, where am I in five years? Where am I living? Who am I surrounding myself with? What's my life like? How much money am I earning? Because then you can see, okay, where is it that I want to go? Mm. And where have I been? So I can see, again, evidence, I can see how much I've moved in five years. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and to be honest, I, I love Facebook for that because we do mm. get those reminders. Yeah. And when I look at the stuff that pops up in my timeline for me to either approve or not, <laughs> yeah. I'm, sometimes I'm looking at it in awe and I'm thinking like, wow. Yeah. That was two years ago. I can't believe that, you know, I just the energy I showed up like this. Yeah. We got to start somewhere. Got to so start I love where the exercise with going back. I only know it going forward, like where yeah. you be, but going back, that's and combining those two. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool because you're right. We don't, we don't take the time to stand still and go, wow, you know what? And you don't need other people to 
pat you on the back. You just need to pat your own back and go, you know what? I showed up today, you know, for my, for my own standards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Wonderful. Well, time with you just flies. I know it does. So, doesn't it? <laughs> what is the, what is the last thing you would love to leave the audience with? Um, you know, I'd love to leave the audience with, um, with just this, you know, remember your dreams and they do come true if you work for them. And if you, I think really your passion can become your livelihood. I mean, I'm a perfect example. Yeah. You know, and, and if you just keep showing up as your authentic self, speaking your truth, even though some people aren't going to like it, but if you keep being true to yourself, then, then all your dreams really can come true and you can create an incredible life for yourself. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much, Elizabeth. I so enjoyed that those interviews with you. And uh, thank you. yeah, thank you for being here. No, thank you so much for having me on. I really, really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been really great. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank for you. Now. <laughs> Bye. I so very much enjoyed the conversation with Elizabeth Valentine and I hope you did too. Thank you so, so much for spending time with us today. And I want to give you a weekly challenge. Get out your journal and really reflect back. Are there any childhood dreams that you have forgotten about? Is there anything you really, really wanted to do like Elizabeth, but you forgot? It's now time to reflect on that and to get back to really make all your dreams come true. Figure out what was the biggest dream and what is one action you can take right now to move forward this dream, to move forward realizing this dream if this dream is still relevant. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and sign up for the empowerment notes because these are my notes going right into your inbox once a week and they come with motivation, inspiration, tips, strategies, advice from all I have learned and all I'm going through right now so that I can share with you and that I can empower you in case you don't know or you are not aware of something that you can take the right action to create your dream business and dream life. Thank you so, so much for being here. I appreciate you and I can't wait for the next episode and for your feedback. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, sign up for the empowerment notes, and I am wishing you a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And bye for now.